Kingdom Revelations is a program of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and Director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. God is doing a lot of new and fresh things throughout the earth right now. And, you know, a lot of us, we're, we're praying for a move of the Spirit and we're praying for a revival to hit the earth. However, something that we need to remember is that when God does something new on the earth, it's not going to look the same as it did years ago. You know, and God is releasing fresh things on the earth right now. So we, we actually need to be prepared as the body of Christ to see things that we have never seen before. What we have a tendency to do is to over-intellectualize the gospel. And it's almost as though if God does something and it doesn't fit inside of our intellectual grid, we have a tendency to dismiss it. The crazy thing is, is like, we say we don't really want weird things in the church, but you know, God is, God is weird. He's supernatural. Like, when God does something supernatural, that means it's not natural. It's going to be outside of our box of intellectualism. You know, and it blows me away how many Christians and Christian leaders that I meet in the church that get so offended by some of the things of the Spirit simply because we, we can't analyze them. I'm going to share a story with you, and, you know, this is a story that might stretch some of you because it's a little bit more supernatural, but I, I, I'm sharing this story for a specific reason, so bear with me. So this happened to me a few years ago, and I was, I was sitting in a coffee shop spending some time with the Lord, when all of a sudden, Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, he said, Luke, tonight you're going to pray for someone who has problems in their left knee. And when you pray for them, they're going to get healed. So I said, okay, Lord. And I was like, is there anything that you want me to do right now? And he said to me, he said, go out to the parking lot right now. So I went out to the parking lot and I was just kind of standing there and I was just waiting on God. So all of a sudden there was this homeless man and he walked up to me. And he asked me for some money, so I, I, I think I gave him 10 bucks or something like that. And I started just talking with him about how he ended up on the streets. And he's like, well, you know, I used to be a construction worker, but then I, I blew out my knee and I lost my job. And he's like, I lost my house. And he just, he, it was a really sad story. I said, well, you hurt your left knee, didn't you? And he was like, yeah, how did you know that? And I said, well, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe that God speaks today. And God told me earlier today that I was going to meet you. And if you let me pray for you right now, you're going to be healed. So he, he let me pray for him. So I laid my hand on his knee and I just declared the glory of God over him. And right after I prayed for him, he stepped down and his knee reconstructed and he was completely healed. Now that's very profound, but that's not the end of the story. All of a sudden, Holy Spirit spoke to me. Whatever this man asks of me right now, I'm going to give it to him. So I said to the man, I said, you know, if you could ask God for anything in the world, what would you ask him for? And uh, he said to me, he was like, well, I've shaken off every addiction that I've ever walked in and I used to be a drug addict. I'm not a drug addict anymore. I used to be an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic anymore. But he's like, I can't shake my smoking addiction. So if I could ask God for anything, I would ask to be freed from my smoking addiction. And he reached into his pocket and he pulled out his last cigarette and he said, this is my last cigarette of my pack and I want it to be the last cigarette of my life. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to pray for you and I believe that God's going to break this, this addiction off of you. And I, I laid my hand on his chest and I started praying for him. It was interesting because this man, he was holding his smoke down, down kind of by his waist and he was just holding on to it. And, but something in my peripheral vision caught my eye and what I saw, no word of a lie, I saw an angel standing in this parking lot inching towards this man. 
and I was watching this and I was like, man, what is going on? Like, this is this is bizarre. So this angel creeps up to this man, tiptoes towards him and reaches out his hand and flicks the cigarette right out of his hand. And right when that happened, this man's jaw just drops and he's like, did you just see that? And I was like, man, I just saw that. Like, I was just as blown away as he was. And I said to him, I was like, if you step on your cigarette right now and, and, and just crush it, I believe that your addiction is going to be broken in that act of faith. So he jumped up in the air and stepped on that cigarette. And, you know, it just, just because all these things were happening to him, God was invading his life. He actually gave his heart to the Lord in that moment. It was very profound. So, like, th- this was an amazing moment. Some, a man got healed, he got delivered of an addiction, and he received salvation in that moment. Now, a lot of people, when I share this type of story with them, all of a sudden their theological wheels are just stirring in their heads. And, you know, we're we're like, you know what, that's a wild story. I don't know if I believe in angels. I know they're in the Bible, but I don't know if I believe in them. Or we're like, we don't know what our stance is on healing. Really what happens is when we start over-intellectualizing the gospel, we miss the heart of God in these moments. You know, in a moment like this, all of heaven is rejoicing. All of heaven is rejoicing. The angels are worshiping. Jesus is probably laughing with joy. The Father is probably dancing over this situation, you know. But really, us, we're, we're caught up on theological issues. And we're actually missing the heart of God of what God does in moments like this. You know, a man was saved, but yet we missed it. You know, I, I was ministering at a church a little while back, and there were some young girls at this church and, you know, they were very depressed and they were suicidal and they were actually cutters in this church. And they showed me their scars. They had scars all up and down their arms because they would, they would just cut themselves as a way to just escape reality. In this service that I was ministering at, like, we started praying for healings and healings started breaking out. And we prayed for these young girls and we watched these scars disappear from their arms. That's amazing to me. However, it really saddens me how a lot of people respond to something like this. I've heard people say like, well, that's so pointless that God would just erase scars. Like, it's not a terminal disease. It's nothing like that. It's just marks on someone's body. Why would God do that? But you you know why God does that? It's because it's not just marks being erased. It's a heart being healed. It's a heart being healed. And we we can't over-intellectualize these things because we actually miss the heart of God. Like, we try to analytically pick apart these stories when really that, those young girls' lives will never be the same again because they had an encounter with the heart of Jesus towards them. You know, it's very important that we don't take up offense to, towards Holy Spirit. You know, if you look in Matthew chapter 14, it, it shares a story about how when uh, Jesus' disciples, they were on the boat and Jesus, he was walking on water. And his disciples, they looked out and they saw Jesus walking on water and they didn't have a grid for what was happening. So they tried to analytically figure it out. And what they came up with was like, well, that must be a ghost. So they're like, it's a ghost. And man, how many of you guys know, like ghosts don't exist. They were actually branding what was happening as demonic. So this was a manifestation of the spirit of God. But yet the disciples who were the closest who walked with him, they looked at this manifestation of the spirit and they they didn't have a grid for it. So they branded it as demonic. And I don't know about you guys, but I want to be so close to Jesus that when he shows up, even if it's in a way that I've never experienced, even if it's new, I want to be so close to him that I'll actually be able to discern whether that's my best friend or not. Because the last thing that I would ever want to do is brand something that my best friend Jesus is doing as demonic. What I want to do right now with you guys is I just want to pray a quick prayer of repentance with you. Like every single one of us, we've taken up offense with God in different ways. We've taken up offense with Holy Spirit. I've done it in the past too in my season of growth. So, you know, just together right now, we're just going to pray a prayer of repentance, just that God will realign our hearts so that we can actually walk offense free towards Holy Spirit. 
So Holy Spirit, right now, we just, we just pray that you just come in, come into our atmosphere right now. And Jesus, we just repent for the times when we haven't understood you. So therefore, we labeled you as, as something that you're not God. So Jesus, we just repent of that. And God, I pray that we, you just turn our hearts to you, God, that in any way that you decide to show up in our lives, in our churches, in our, in our, in our workplaces, God, that we will be so close to you that no matter what you do, even if it's strange or new or weird or supernatural, God, we will embrace what you're doing because it's you. And God, we want you. Whether God comes in tattoos or a white suit, like if it's God, then I want him. And Jesus, no matter how you choose to come into our lives, we just receive you. And Jesus, right now, I pray that you just purge any offense out of our hearts that might be in there. Just pour out over us right now in Jesus' name.